I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. In downtown Brownsville, the Economic Development Administration has announced an investment of $900,000 for the eBridge Center for Business and Commercialization. According to the executive director of the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation, Josh Mejia, this eBridge Center will be the largest center of its kind south of San Antonio. Here's Steve Taylor. We're in Brownsville, Texas today. We're at the offices of the Brownsville CIC, that's the Community Improvement Corporation, which is the Type B Economic Development Group for the city of Brownsville. And we have three guests we're going to be having a conversation with today. We have, first of all, Michael Lemas, Chairman of BCIC. We have Josh Mejia, the Executive Director, and we have Nathan Burkhart, who is Director of Marketing and Small Business Development. And the big topic we want to talk about today is the eBridge Center. Uh, these special guests are going to tell us more about the eBridge Center and the new news. Obviously, we have written about this before, but we have some big developments happening with the eBridge Center, more funding to make it an even bigger and more important project for our region. So I'm happy for any one of the three of you to kick it off, but um, first of all, tell us about the eBridge Center, what the vision was, where things are at, and, and the new development. Well, we're, we're very excited, um, the Type B Economic Development Group of Brownsville BCIC, to be able to announce that the Economic Development Administration has publicly announced their investment of $900,000 for the eBridge Center for Business and Commercialization. This center will be the largest center south of San Antonio of its kind that will provide the fundamental resources for any entrepreneur within the community or outside the community to start and scale up a business to a point of commercialization. Uh, the key focus areas within this center will be uh, tech, advanced manufacturing, automation, and new space slash aerospace with our partners within the community. However, the center is a capture-all, so any entrepreneur with any idea is welcome within its doors so that they can receive any of the fundamental resources that we will have available for, from all our partners. Thank you for that, Josh. Tell us how big the center is going to be and where, it, where it's located. Its real estate footprint is exactly 36,000 square feet, and it will be located just a block away from Market Square, which is our, the heart of our downtown. Uh, to be more precisely, it will be on 13th and Adams in downtown, right across the street from a regional terminal. So it will be accessible from anywhere within the valley that is, is currently being serviced by our, our bus system, as well as just a couple blocks away from three international bridges to Matamoros as well. So. It's almost like it's been precisely located in a spot where everybody can access it. And remind us, if you will, Josh, where did the vision come from? What made you think that this sort of centre is needed for Brownsville and the Valley? Well, about two and a half years ago, we were tasked to come up with a small business development project. And, and my approach personally was to uh, venture out and see what organisations were doing within the community and to find out if we needed to create something new or if a consolidation effort was required. Uh, through our, our time speaking with several partners such as the University of Texas of Rio Grande Valley, the Chamber of Commerce, the Small Business Administration, we found that there were a lot of uh, programming and, and resources available within the community that many were just not aware of. Uh, 
And so with our conversations amongst all partners, we decided that we had to venture into this new trending uh, economic development strategy, which is called ecosystem building, primarily focused on entrepreneurship and small business development. Now, throughout the development of over a year and a half, we went ahead and consolidated all the programming into what is now known as eBridge. And eBridge currently stands with over 25 programs that address several of the primary needs that an entrepreneur is required to have to be able to have a successful venture, in addition to be able to commercialize and open to new markets. So it's, it's been an ongoing evolution. It's, it's been something that is currently labeled as an innovative approach by the Kauffman Foundation to be able to address economic development by focusing on the human capital that's available. So for you know, some entrepreneur that prefers or currently believes that the only way to succeed in a business is to travel to a major city, a major metroplex area, or perhaps the, the West Coast or East Coast, uh, it is safe to say now that you can consolidate all of those resources that are available outside of the area and actually have a physical location for them within the community. What extra facilities, um, aspects to the project will that extra $900,000 bring you? What, what more, what new things are you adding to the project that you couldn't have done without their help, EDA's help? Well, the $900,000 that EDA is contributing for this project will be primarily focused on the second floor of the building. The second floor will have a more specialized focus for those entrepreneurs with businesses that are ready to scale up to that next level of commercialization. And we're talking more about the businesses that are going to be focused on the tech side, the advanced manufacturing automation and aerospace side. So we foresee a lot of, of product testing, a lot of product launching from that second floor. And it's, it's per se an acceleration program as well for these entrepreneurs to, to be able to scale up immediately. And uh, through the process of scaling up, you're also fostering and attracting the uh, capital investment from angel investors, the municipalities, economic development groups, uh, private lenders. So it's, it's, it's pretty much a hotbed for anybody that's looking into seeing what those new, next new businesses will, will come out and sprout from the community. I remember when we, when we met and spoke about this the last time, you were telling us how uh, you, you wanted the highest of high-speed internet mm -hmm. uh, available in the centre and to help the, the surrounding community. How are things going with that? Well, it's, it's a project that we, uh, that we are partnering in tandem with the University of Texas of Rio Grande Valley. And one of the, the primary wants that we had early on in the project was to give the community a taste of what the next generation bandwidth looks like. So we, we decided to be able to activate that area with fiber optic speeds. And, and I believe the last time that we, we had this interview, uh, we made a, a simple comparison as to how Spectrum in the Valley currently provides 100 megabits down of internet speech, which is great for a lot of folks and individuals. But for the tech industry, we're looking at higher bandwidth. And so the fiber optic line that we will have in that center upon opening its doors will be 10 times that speed. So we're looking at the gigabit range, 100 meg or 1,000 megabits down. And so that's going to just provide people with a taste of what that future is going to look like for the tech industry here in the community. And also open the doors of uh, breaking down the physical barriers that at one point in our history stood in the place of entrepreneurs breaking into new markets. 
So, so this is, is sort of a key element to be able to enhance and expand the economic attainability that a lot of these entrepreneurs could have. It's going to make the region more attractive for future investment. It'll essentially break through into a worldwide market when you're looking at that, that bandwidth. So it, it was integral for us to be able to provide that to anybody in the community as well as any human capital that's willing to look at Brownsville and relocate and expand their businesses from within. Next uh, question, um, and then I'm going to get, get to Michael and Nathan as well, but next question, you're just a stone's throw for Mexico. How, how does Mexico connect with this project? So at the moment, we have uh, Index Matamoros, which is a coalition of maquiladoras in Mexico that have created what they call an innovation center in Matamoros. The innovation center is actively looking with their engineers to create new business opportunities that will provide increased efficiencies in the maquiladora processes that take place across the river. Of course, a lot of these business ventures that could open up in Mexico can essentially be brought over here with eBridge being their launch site. And so our partnership through the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley is to establish that bridge uh, to eBridge so that these uh, business ventures can open up, start up, and scale from within the community. In addition to that, through the state of Tamaulipas and their government, the state government, we are able to partner up with the small and medium-sized business development division from within uh, to be able to take all the commercialized products that are being manufactured in the state of Tamaulipas. And for those that are looking to expand into the U.S. side, they can do that through eBridge with the consideration to establish the business in Brownsville. So those are two of the, uh, the active partnerships that we're currently working on. But... As you said, Steve, it's, it's a stone throw away from, from Brownsville to Matamoros. It's just, it's a no-brainer for us to be able to invest on that human capital. Uh, we're chatting here to Michael Lemas, chairman of the Brownsville Community Imp Improvement Corporation. You're probably the only economic development group in the valley that can add a subject like this to the equation in, within Ebridge, space exploration. Tell us about um, how the space industry be can be involved in eBridge. One of the products that we're actively working with is called Expanding Frontiers to Nonprofit that is being spearheaded by Dr. Janae. The city of Brownsville came to us with that opportunity and we as a board saw that it's a tremendous opportunity mainly because the new space, which is really the commercialization of space, is from a Wall Street perspective a, a $200 billion industry right now. And they are forecasting within the next 20 years it's going to be a trillion dollar industry. So it's, it's as if we're at the cusp of the automotive industry starting. So for us to have a footprint and to build an infrastructure here in Brownsville, uh, it, we do have a, 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 a large organization called SpaceX, you may have heard of, that is, is working on their projects. But I think it just makes complete sense to pursue this type of opportunity and uh, with strategic alliances, we feel strongly as a board that the opportunity is going to be there to bring in new corporations and at the end of the day create uh, more jobs for our community. And at the same time, we, are, you know, we, we receive our funding from sales tax generation. So the more organizations that come in, the higher the generation of sales tax that benefits our organization, but at the end of the day, it benefits the community as well. If SpaceX needed any any facilities in Brownsville to start, um, you know, building the infrastructure down here in terms of uh, personnel or um, research development, you uh, you think you would have the room for them? At the end of the day, you know, we're community partners with SpaceX, and if they're in a position where they need 
infrastructure or they need personnel, we want to be there for them. So at the end of the day, we'd be happy and willing to have any discussions with SpaceX so that we can help them achieve their goals, which in turn will help us achieve our goals. Chatting here to Michael Lemas, chairman of the Brownsville Community Improvement Corporation. Michael, big picture, eBridge, how important is it to Brown the city, the residents of Brownsville? How excited are you to be doing, doing the project? It's an amazing, an amazing project, and I want to commend uh, Josh and the staff for working diligently over the last couple of years to solidify this project. It's not only going to benefit Brownsville, it's going to really benefit the region. I personally was up in Kansas City earlier this year on behalf of BCIC at a Kauffman Foundation conference, uh, which was the eShip Summit. So eBridge is happening throughout the country, and to be in a position to bring that to South Texas, the impact is going to be phenomenal. Uh, I think we have the perfect location, but at the end of the day, uh, Josh hit the nail on the head when it's talk, when he discussed ecosystem building, because that's really what it is. As a community of our size, we have to rely on strategic alliances and you know bringing in the right community partners so that we can give our folks here in Brownsville the best opportunity to succeed. So as a board, uh, when the project was coming to our attention, we were all... Uh, we're all excited about the opportunity, and really the cherry on top is that $900,000 that the EDA is going to be providing. So it, it really is big picture. Um, I really foresee many folks from throughout the valley coming down to Brownsville to utilize the resources that we're going to have, and that's what we want. Uh, this is not just a Brownsville project. It happens to be here in Brownsville, but we want to benefit the, the region as a whole and, and beyond. So um, we're becoming more and more attractive as a city. But with a project like eBridge, I think it's going to entice a lot of individuals from throughout the country and internationally to want to work with Brownsville, and ultimately that benefits uh, the city. Uh, Josh has uh, run through probably all or most of the um, uh, ideas that you, you've, you've uh, formulated as to what can go in that center. Mm -hmm. But do you think, he, did he miss anything? Is there anything extra that you would like to say about the... About uh, what could be happening inside that building? Yeah, and we, we, it's a great question. And we already have uh, approximately 25 partners already, but a project like this is going to be fluid and ever-changing. Um, so I think as opportunities come, as time progresses, as you know, we're in the infancy of the project, and we want to be innovative and we want to you know, stay competitive and be tactical with whatever opportunity comes. So it's hard to answer that question right now, but we're always seeking to have the right partners that will ultimately benefit uh, the individuals that will be utilizing the space. And to add to his answer as well, another aspect of this eBridge Center uh, will be that of our Startup Texas grant. Just it, a break, it, breakthrough news, actually. <laughs> break, breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. It's, uh, we always get that when we uh, well, We always save them for you, Steve. Yeah, you get all the good nuggets of information. <laughs> um, it, it'll be our uh, seed capital fund for, um, I guess you would say, graduates or candidates of the eBridge Center that get to that second level of the uh, facility itself um, that are ready for scalability, um, commercialization of whatever product that they have. So is that um, entrepreneurs that have an, uh, an idea that... Could, that, that have gone through the e-research process. Any, anyone, yeah. really. Um, I, I like the fact that, that our chairman, Michael Lima, has mentioned that you know, this is a regional impact and, and really feel that that's the case. Uh, we, we want Brownsville to be the focal point for any entrepreneur that is you know, at, either in the level of ideation or in the level of 
needing that capital to get to that next level. So uh, through the assistance of, of our staff, we were able to develop the Startup Texas grant, which we're allocating $100,000 for entrepreneurs that have graduated through the programming and that have developed a scalability plan, a plan for, for scale-up. And the funding will be utilized to be able to create many Pilatas out there that have a product such as Dip It by Pilat. And so this whole project in itself and the partners that are involved, the programming that's involved, the capital attainment that's involved, is just the pipeline of South Texas to be able to create scalable businesses. So this is just that added carrot at the end of the stick for a lot of these entrepreneurs. And um, like historically, um, some of the best and brightest of, of the Valley have felt they've needed to leave. Austin's full of Valleyites that, that have, uh, have done great things for that community having left the Valley. How, how big a dent do you think this Ebridge Center can make with regard to the, on, the budding entrepreneurs that they feel they do not have to leave the Valley to, to prosper? One uh, phrase that we'd love to use here at BCIC is community building through economic development. Um, I think we all remember Amazon looking for HQ2 and how we had cities coming out with ridiculous commercials or videos, anything, changing entire names of cities to poach them into coming into their town. Um, rather than kind of going out and looking for this big beast to bring in here, we're tapping into the human capital that we have among us. You want to talk about uh, Jen? Yeah, yes. Uh, we do know of one budding entrepreneur who was looking at moving to L.A. A very successful entrepreneur. A very successful entrepreneur who wanted to move to L.A. to expand and commercialize her business, but had the intent, every intent, to stay in Brownsville if there were resources possible. Uh, Ebridge Center is built specifically for people just like her. It didn't, take, uh, it didn't take a minute for her to make the decision to stay here instead of moving into L.A. because of all the consolidation of resources that we've set to her disposal. Are you able to name her or do you feel that she wants to stay under? No, I think, uh, I mean, all publicity is good publicity for yeah. her startup business, but her brand is called Jen Ziano Designs and she has, she, she's a lifestyle brand essentially, so she makes a lot of uh, Latina women empowerment products, uh, a brand that has been recognized nationally through Forbes magazine, human capital that's in our backyard. And her name is? A Jen Ziano. Yeah, everyone thinks of the Bay Area or the East Coast as being these hotbeds for entrepreneurship, but they're all in our own backyard, and, and this is an attempt for us to reverse that brain drain that you see going to Austin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in that same vein, um, you know, asking about Austin, I think Brownsville has a lot going for it when you think of multiple things like cost of living. You know, a one-bedroom apartment in Austin, Texas versus Brownsville, Texas, uh, is there a big disparity there. Uh, you know, in the state of Texas alone, there's no state income tax. So we're going to be able to attract folks that are looking to build an enterprise here in, in South Texas. But at the end of the day, you have to have that infrastructure in place, that platform in place, so that the individuals who have that skill set, who know they can scale a business, uh, the only way you're going to keep them is giving them what they need. And that's what eBridge is to me, is that ability and platform so they can scale their business and become more successful. I'm thinking, as, as you mentioned all the, these, uh, the possibilities here that you've got, you, I'm thinking of all those entrepreneurs on the other side of the river that could benefit from this. When earlier Josh said this is going to be the biggest hub for entrepreneurial opportunities south of San Antonio, probably it's also the case it's the biggest one north of Monterey. 
or Easter Monterey, so you can capture right. a lot of entrepreneurial um, potential from both sides of the river? I might be I might be mistaken, but I believe Tec de Monterrey is the only university that has an entrepreneurial center. I believe one of our board members yeah. is familiar with that program, so I guess it's safe to say that yes, in, in a three to four hour drive away from Brownsville, this would be the largest center of its kind. Um, however, through the assistance of the university, we're able to establish international, what they call landing pads for eBridge that will stretch out all the way to South America. So any entrepreneur that is looking at the region, wants to expand on a business, and is looking for a place that has all the, not only the fundamental resources, but also the physical resources available, for example, through trade, sea, rail, freight, eBridge is that landing pad for them to be able to launch their successful ventures moving forward. Wrap up remarks. Is there anything we've missed that you feel that for the for this um, announcement that you'd like to to mention? I just want to mention that BCIC as an organization, we're not stopping here. You know, eBridge is our flagship program at the moment, but the team is working tirelessly on various projects. Startup Texas is going to be. Uh, fantastic! It's it's one of the biggest funds south of San Antonio to the tune of a hundred thousand that we dedicated to that program. Um, you know we're working on you know working with strategically with our our sister board uh, GBIC as well. And at the end of the day, uh, the organization organization is being very innovative and being creative because that's what you have to be here in South Texas. We don't have the same tax role as some of the bigger cities. We don't get the same funding as a San Antonio. So the creativity is crucial to our success, and this team, uh, with Josh, you know, leading the ship, has been extremely creative. And eBridge is a testament to that creativity and the impact that it's going to provide. So it doesn't just stop with eBridge. There's a lot of really great programs coming down the pipeline, and so uh, stay tuned to that. But as as far as eBridge, we couldn't be more ecstatic for uh, the organization, but really for the city of Brownsville and the region as a whole. So Rio Grande Valley mm-hmm. residents, watch this space. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, even though we, we are in the process of, of you know, repurposing this physical location for eBridge, eBridge is essentially already open for business. Uh, so we invite any entrepreneur to visit our offices or go to our website to find out more about the resources that we have available. In addition to eBridge, we also have what we call the BIG program for any entrepreneur that's looking to expand into our downtown area. We provide assistance with rent subsidy, exterior, interior, capital improvements. I mean, we're trying to create one of the most inclusive environments that's business friendly, entrepreneurship friendly, that you can possibly imagine for any entrepreneur that's at driving distance uh, to arrive here into our city. So it's it's one of those projects that we feel as a team is, is pivotal to just tip Brownsville into this new era of, of economic development. So we're truly tackling um, entrepreneurship equity. You know, uh, 35% of minorities own less than 20% of business employers. Um, that number sh- could definitely be higher. And, and through eBridge, we're creating this open ecosystem for entrepreneurs to advance. We invite everybody to take advantage of it. I mean, it's here for the taking, it's here for now, and it's here for the future. And uh, for more information on eBridge, you can go to eBridgeCenter.org. Michael Lemus, uh, Josh Mejia, Nathan Burkhardt, thank you so much for today's interview, uh, getting us up to speed on the latest developments with the eBridge project. Thank you very much.
Thank you. Thank you. According to Governor Greg Abbott, in terms of entrepreneurship, females are leading the way in the state of Texas.